Bible says, the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. I'll say it one more time. The just shall live by faith. But yet, when our lives require faith, we are depressed. Amen. 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 Do you want to live? Amen. Or do you want to die in the wilderness? God knows your life will require believing what you haven't seen, but believing God to walk through life. Amen. And when they were singing that song, the Holy Spirit said to me, get out of the way begins with your mind. Why are you perplexed? Why are you restless? It's because your mind has run out. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, when your mind runs out, celebrate, because finally, <laughs> the Holy Spirit will get an opportunity to take over. Amen. Amen. Otherwise, you're going to live and die, and your mind is ruling you. Faith is necessary because God will not reveal his plan so the enemy can use it. Everything but in this kingdom and your life is a mystery. Doc shared something with me recently. He was asking God some questions and the Lord told him point blank, I'm not telling you anything. He said, why not? He said, because all over the world, I share secrets with people. As soon as I tell them something, they get up and start running their mouth. Hallelujah. He said, look at the Nigerian election. Everything I revealed to them, they told the enemy, so they planned for it. Amen. I tell my secrets to those that can hold their mouth. Amen. If God told you everything he has for you, do you know how prideful you will become? You will even be telling people, you know, you know, I'm, 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 I'm beyond all this, you know. You all are the junior boys. This is how my life will go. Eh? And the demons will say, eh. And they will all run and congregate to make things much more difficult. Amen. Yes, they will. So I said, when your mind has run out, celebrate that finally you are not in control. Hallelujah. You're going to finally trust God. In Jesus' name. So he says, follow my faith, not your head. This is not some apostle's doctrine. Okay. Apostle Chica's doctrine. This is the commandment. 
from the Lord our God. Amen. It says, follow a man whose faith is clearly stated, demonstrated. You are commanded to pattern after it. Then why are you still your own man? Don't you see? That's why you are, you are frustrated. You are not following what has been proven. I told you last Wednesday, it's like you've gotten in the woods and trying to cut with machete your way to Montgomery. Instead of going down 85 South. So, I've taken time to meditate on it, to see clearly that the faith I have walked in and I'm walking in can easily be studied, learned, and followed. And I'll do my best to explain to you those dictums that govern it. If you're lacking breakthrough in this house, you don't have to wonder, Lord, what is wrong? You know what is wrong. You know. What do you know? You are not taking the wrong. That's the requirement for a breakthrough here. You must. You must take the wrong. Otherwise, it won't work. You can run your mouth all you want to, have attitude all you want to, but you're going to be breakthrough-less. It's been modeled. It's been, I'm teaching it. I'm modeling it. And I have enough breakthroughs to testify. Amen. If you live in my world, things are coming at me constantly. Amen. You overcome one, there comes another. Amen. I was reading an article today. The guy said that he was with Brother Hagen singing in the uh, Rema praise band. And then finally, he moved over to Kenneth Copeland. And he was talking about how Daddy Hagen walked in love and how Kenneth Copeland is following Daddy Hagen's steps in walking in love. But he made a statement that Encouraged me. This is not crabs in the basket. It, it encouraged me. He said, but he's amazed at the level of opposition and satanic attacks that comes constantly against Kenny Copeland. And he resolved years ago that he will never defend himself. No matter what you say, no matter what you do. And in this house, there are so many lawyers. Amen. You not only defend yourself, but you go to the nth degree. It's just that you don't get paid for it like some of these ones. At least these ones get paid. Yours, you don't get paid. So this faith is modeled. He said he's amazed at the level of opposition, the level of attacks that comes against the man. I remember in one of the pastor's meetings, Jerry Savelle said that they, were, they finished a meeting and his room was next to some of Kenneth Copeland's staff members. And then, you know, American walls are porous. It's not cement. It's just sheetrock and some two by fours. 
And all night long, he heard these people just yak, 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 bad-mouthing Kenny Copeland and the ministry that's serving on them. You think, because you see them on TV, that the snakes are not over there. <laughs> you see now? Because everybody that went in the ministry were not called. They're just working a job. Mm-hmm. Or they're trying to put on their resume that they have worked with Kenny Copeland Ministries yeah. to open up bigger doors. Kenny uh, uh, Hagin Jr. said that they were doing meetings when his father was alive, and they saw this guy at every meeting. He would just be standing there. He never said anything. He never participated in anything. And then after about six months of this, they didn't see him again. And then one day they got a call. You know, uh, it was a reference call. So he's just hanging around, following them around in the meetings. And six months later, he put on his resume that he has worked with the Kenny Hagen Ministries. (laughs) These are the things that are going on in the kingdom. These are people that are not called to anything. And they see the ministry as an opportunity to get a job. They won't go and learn a skill, develop themselves. They believe that the ministry is a place for loafers. You will be rudely surprised. Hallelujah. Mary Hickey said that they hired all, you know, some of these people. You give them something to type, they, they are commanding the typewriter to type. Hallelujah. Or you believe that the typewriter will type for you? By faith, all things are possible to him that believes. Why is that possibility not include you learning how to type? (laughs) So they had to fire all these incompetent people. Hallelujah. Follow my faith. Okay, I'll try it again. Follow my faith. Trust in. But our work is of the Spirit. Amen. Well, let's read those scriptures again, and then I will resume the explanations. But the whole idea is that by the time we finish, then you can actually model after this faith. So Hebrews 13, 7, he says, Remember them which have... The rule over you. You notice? He keeps telling you, you cannot be a rebel or an independent soul. All right? Now, something happened Sunday where one of my daughters came up here and was expressing what she considers to be herself. I said, no, this altar belongs to me. You can't come here and preach anything contrary to what God has taught me. This is a ministry rooted in humility. So it was a public offense, and I had to correct it publicly. If she's my daughter, she will stay in place and make corrections. If she's a rebel, she's gone. Bible says, them that sin like that, it says rebuke before all that others may fear. We are built on the Bible. I'm not in the American culture. That's antichrist. You cannot be in trouble spiritually and you can't even sense it. You can't even sense it. 
So you must follow my faith, not your head. Because your head will tell you, well, well, he could have done that, this and that. Who are you? To even say what I should do or not do. You are not my Lord. You are not the Holy Spirit. You are not Jesus. You didn't put me in place. What you talking about? You need a slap offering. <laughs> you believe that what I'm doing is led of the Spirit. I just snatched the cover off, off of Satan, off her life. So there cannot be a reason or any excuse. So if anything happens, then you, you remember when I said, okay, now that's it. You can't further in this thing you're doing. It will be terminal next time. That's part of my faith. That's how weak the amen is. I said, that's part of my faith. He said, remember them. They have the rule over you. Somebody has authority. That's what the word of God teaches. It's not the American democracy. He said, remember them. Remember them. He said, follow their faith. Knowing how it will turn out, it will turn out right. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. It will turn out right. It will turn out right. Romans 4, 11, And he received the sign of circumcision, a seal of the righteousness of the faith which he had yet been uncircumcised, that he might be the father of all them that believe though they be not circumcised, that righteousness might be imputed unto them also. And the father of circumcision, to them who are not of the circumcision only, but who also walk in the, the steps of that faith of our father Abraham, which he had been yet uncircumcised. Amen. So, I said last week that my faith has patterns that you can follow. And let me quiz you. What is the one thing that runs through every breakthrough that I've shared with you? There's always a word from God. See, we don't go out on our own. That is presumption. You assume that God will do something when you don't know what he has in mind. Amen. That's presumption. Even when the word of God is clear as to what God has promised, you still need the Holy Spirit to tell you how God wants to do it. Amen. Let me use the most common example that's a financial need. The word of God has already declared that God will supply all your need according to his. Now watch, I heard, I heard some, some, some of you over here. He didn't say all your needs. He said all your need. He's telling you that your need is one thing. And once that need is supplied, it supplies Okay, so God promised that. But through the years, I've had to fight with people. Some of them even got upset and left me. Fine, go in the wilderness, go bankrupt, file bankruptcy. 
So we believe, we have, I see somebody's believing God, and then they get a credit card thing on the, in the mail. And they rejoice and say that that was God supplying. I said, no. I said, interest rate is 26%. That is not God supplying for you. That is the devil enslaving you. When are you going to come out? You can make the payments, $18 a month. Have you seen that it will take you 30 years? I'm using that most common example to show you how presumption operates. The enemy comes through the mind and shows you what you think is a plausible answer. And you haven't heard from God. Why do we rush ahead? Because we lack patience. What is my impatience built on? I don't trust God. Amen. When you trust God, you can wait. Amen. Satan's job is to make you feel that nothing is happening. Who told you? Who told you nothing is happening? That's why God won't tell you anything, because if he told you something, you will mess it up. He's working. He never sleeps. Now watch now. Because some of you think that you trust God. But you don't trust God because you are never at peace. You never come to a place where you believe firmly that God has taken care of this thing. And even if six months has gone by, it doesn't matter to you. Because you believe. But you don't remember why you are doing all this, you're wavering. He said that when a man is double-minded, he is he's unstable. You, 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 you make yourself unstable, but watch this. He says, let not that man think. He said, if you're doing this thing, you will not receive from God. So you are defeating yourself, thinking you have a right to worry. Or you have a right to think that just the thought alone that God hasn't done it is suicidal. Amen. You have to guard your heart. You have to guard your mind and fight against the enemy and refuse to accept anything against God. Amen. That's a perfect heart. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory Amen. to God. Amen. You've heard it a million times, but you keep hearing it from me. Even when you don't know, God knows. He knows. There is no other way to faith. You must accept these things. Otherwise, your faith will not work. People are looking for an easier way to faith. There is no other way. Your mind must be sacked, fired. Let me use the American term. British says sacked. He was sacked off his job. Americans say he was fired. Okay, your mind needs to be fired. The mind is a processor. So the mind is to be renewed, to think like the word of God. But the mind is not supposed to come up with the solution. Any mind-based solution is a fodder for Satan. He can invade it. He can, you know, mess it up, confuse it. That's why the enemy is pressuring you to hurry up. 
Where are you hurrying to? You are hurrying to wait. <laughs> Glory to God. All right. The psalmist said that waiting on God, things I've taught you, is not sitting around. Yes. That waiting on God is spending time with him, worshiping him, Amen. meditating on his word, praying in the spirit Amen. until he speaks to you. Amen. I pray that I can convince all of you watching and all of you in, in here listening I wish I can convince you that the time you spend with God is priceless. Amen. Amen. That is what God pays you for. Amen. That is what honor is to him. Amen. That you considered him worthy of your weight. Amen. He gave you a free will and you are choosing to submit it to him. He will always reward you. Amen. You notice he says, he's a rewarder. Of, uh, he's telling you what he respects. He's telling you what he rewards. But yet the flesh is pushing, pushing, pushing for you to be something and do something that God will not pay. I told you he doesn't pay every Friday, but he pays. Hallelujah. <laughs> he pays. Right now, I'm in my season of waiting. I'm seeing, when I look at, you know, Brother Copeland's meetings, I see all the speakers. I see the Victory Channel. I see Jimmy Swaga Sunlight Broadcasting. I see all these people. I'm looking at it. But there's, I don't, I don't have a way. <laughs> if you look at all the people that are there, they all have deep roots. Their families have been connected sometimes 30, 40 years. Yeah. Amen. They've gone from the Hagens to the Copelands and all. So it's all one family. You can't break into it except God says, Thus saith the Lord. Amen. <laughs> because there's so many you know, flukes and flakes everywhere. So, but I'm, my season of waiting, I'm seeing it. You feel like, I don't know how I'm ever going to get there. That's natural. But in my spirit, I'm waiting on him. Hallelujah. I'm fasting. I'm praying. I'm just waiting on him for my time. Hallelujah. One day, boom, my own door will open. Hallelujah. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. We learned. That in this kingdom, you don't begin any journey of faith except you have a word to stand on. The word gives you the ground to stand on. The word, hallelujah, gives you that undefeatable faith. That faith that has power that will overcome Satan. And all the demonic influences arrayed against you. Do you have a word for what you're believing God for? Let me help you, young lady. I just had a flash of you. Do you know why you're frustrated? You are praying problems. 
God is not deaf. Instead of crying and repeating yourself every day, I'm wondering if things will ever change. Start praying the word of God, the promises that God gave concerning your issue. That's when you will see the glory start moving in the direction of giving you a breakthrough. Regurgitation of problems. Saying the same things over and over again, Jesus called it vain repetitions. He said that the heathen does that because they think they shall be heard for their much speaking. We celebrate Pentecost because we can pray in tongues and get around vain repetitions and get around the prayers of worry because the Holy Spirit prays perfectly for us. Prays perfectly for us. Hallelujah. He said he naked intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Hallelujah. He prays. <laughs> you know, when I pray in my understanding, I ask the Father in the name of Jesus. But when the Holy Spirit prays, because he's God, he doesn't need to ask the Father in Jesus' name. He talks to the Father directly. He talks to Jesus directly. And the Bible says, we pray out mysteries, hidden things, truths beyond the mind. <coughs> it's another world. It's a realm of glory. I just spoke about realms. How the Spirit world is arranged in realms. Realms of understanding, realms of revelation, realms of power. And you enter each realm by passing the tests that God sets before you. Sometimes the test is to sow a seed. Other times the test is, you know, it's not a test. The, 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 the entrance to the realm is by the understanding of the word of God that opens you up to a realm. Sometimes God may call for a fast that brings you to a realm. It doesn't matter how they get you there. But you escape the incarcerations of the mind where Satan is bombarding you. You rise above it. And you can see your way through where God is taking you. Amen. And amen. If you're in a crisis, if you're in a quagmire, if you're perplexed, the number is 770-994-3777. Let God meet you at the point of your need because Jesus said in Matthew 18, 18, if any two of you shall agree on earth, as touching anything they shall ask, it shall be done of my Father, which is in heaven. He will give you a breakthrough in Jesus' name. And even if you have to wait, wait patiently. Daddy Hagen said, if you are willing to wait forever, you won't wait long at all. God is faithful. Amen. Put your seed in the ground. You can't get around it. I keep encouraging most of you. Act on it today. You'll see the supernatural blessing flow your way. I thank God that the word of resurrection is alive and is feeding you and strengthening your faith. If you're patient enough to stop and listen instead of just suffering through because I'm not, not some big name. <laughs> but the word of God is alive and it will help you get to your destination. God bless you. 
We will conclude this week tomorrow. Pass it by. Bye.